0: Wealth Tactic Rebels, ingenious tactics to accumulate wealth for people who see
1: things differently. Welcome to another episode of Wealth Tactic Rebels, the podcast for people who see things differently. I'm your host, Kevin Dumont. I've been thinking differently in the wealth field for going on nearly 15 years and joined by a lovely guest today, Kathleen Merkel. Kathy, how are you? Hello. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm very, very well. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm excellent as well. Thank you. And it's a pleasure having you. Looking forward to our discussion today. We're going to be talking about how to build wealth by doing what you love, which is, I think, understated. My experience in life was growing up thinking about what career do I want to do, you know? Mm. And then you get older and you go into. High school and college, and it's more like, what's going to make me money? What can I do? What do I want to do? And I think a lot of people do the same thing, and they get into a career that, for various reasons, and it's not really what they want to do, like what they dreamed about when they were young. Oh Mm. man, I want to be a astronaut or whatever it is that made you excited when you were younger. Yeah, you know, (laughs) it's a great discussion. But before we get to that, Kathy, would you mind sharing with our listeners a little bit about? where you came from and what inspired you to get to where you are today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I am so passionate about this topic. So thank you for choosing it. It's absolutely brilliant. Great. And it really makes my work so worthwhile because that is basically what I'm supporting my clients with, helping them to live the life they really love. And that entails work and that right. entails the personal life, right? Right. And it's all based on my own journey. So loads of coaches and facilitators and trainers that I've met hmm. came to build their career based on their own story, right. on their own story in terms of childhood, how they have been raised, their career choices, and so on and so forth. And it was exactly the same for me. And I left my corporate role in June this year. And I was thinking about what got me here. And my dad actually often says to me, I have no idea who you are and what family you are from. You're not from our family. I love him dearly. I love him dearly. But the thing he is trying to say is that my family my background is East German. So I grew up in a communist environment. And in Eastern Europe in the 80s and 90s, it was all about scarcity. And it was all about make sure you you save money, make sure you have a safe job, make sure you do all the things society liked to see. Right, But it wasn't necessarily about do the things that bring joy right. to your life right, right. and that give you freedom.
1: You know, I grew up with a bit of that, too, because my parents in their mid to upper 70s now, their mm-hmm. parents raised them right after the Great Depression. So that was the same kind of thing that they had learned. You save everything, you know? My mother would never throw up a scrap of food, nothing. Everything was saved and kept. You had to save. Save, save, save everything. Mm. And it was just about survival, you know? Not about living, which is what we're talking about today, about living. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. Anyway, back to your story. (laughs) No,
0: and I never realized what it actually meant to be living. And I never thought about it because when you're being raised with a mindset of scarcity, money doesn't grow in the trees, right? Right, right. Get a safe job. Don't go to university, work, earn money, be independent. And Mm. all of these kind of beliefs, that's what you live with. And that's what you live by at some point. And Mm. I always had an inner urge. There's nothing tangible about that. It's all about intuition that said, Oh, I want to do something different. There's something more about how I want to live my life. And when I was 18, one thing I did according to my parents' wants and needs was to find a job and to do a nice and safe apprenticeship. But what I also did was I moved out and I moved a few hours away from my hometown and became really independent. It made my first Big, big wealth mistakes. Uh, yep. When I literally earned money, I spent money, I didn't have any more, I went into debt and all of these kind of things that you don't want to do when you are 18. You have no idea how to manage yourself or others.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: and I went through different stages in my life, built my career steadily and nicely, and was really fairly successful. And at some point, I think for the first time, I was 24, maybe, when I hit the wall and I said, is that really what I want to do? Ah, yep. Is this really the life I want to live? I work, I go to work every day, and that's cool. And I have nice coworkers and all of this kind of stuff. But what else is there? Hmm. And again, I had this inner urge of doing something different, in particular travel, see the world, live somewhere else, right. and so on and so forth and made the decision when i was 26 to move to the uk i always wanted to live in the uk or in ireland um, yeah. and basically gave up my job gave up the flat and moved and this was mm-hmm. the biggest journey for me i was so far away and had such a distance to my family again loved them dearly but it was also needed to really step <laughs> out of my usual habitat right and just gain a bit of perspective and understand who i really am as a person and what yeah. drives me and what i really wanted to do and i think the biggest changes that I've made over the last years was to dive into roles, into jobs that I really love doing, explore myself and how I operate with people, and so on and so forth. And then the last key learning, and we were chatting about that last week very briefly, when I said, every time I talk to my parents, they are in their 60s now. They are really young still. And they talk about that they can't wait to retire. Right. So they both plan to retire at the age of 65 and literally there's no other topic. And I said, so when you (laughs) retire, what are you going to do? Oh, I don't quite know yet, but at least we are not working anymore. Right. (laughs) And that was just the point where I said, Oh my God, I really don't want to get to a stage where I say, I have worked really, really hard. And over the last years, man, I worked like crazy hours and got to burnout and all of these kind of things. Hmm. And I wake up in my 70s and say, OK, great. I have kind of missed my life. I haven't done anything. I look back to and I say, oh, that is awesome. That's a real experience that created memories. Right. And now in my 70s. I'm retired, I have all the time in the world on my hands, but what am I going to do with that? I A, don't have enough money to do anything exciting with it, and B, I kind of lost touch with living and how that actually works.
1: Sure, yeah. yeah. And
0: that was for me the moment when I said, okay, what can I do to avoid that and to really live an amazing life ah, on my terms?
1: Good, you're thinking like a wealth ethic rebel there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just like, <I> mean, differently. <laughs> exactly. But that, it's that... If you were thinking about the opportunity cost of life,
0: yes. basically, yeah, right? Because yes, I, I
1: We talked about the opportunity cost, <laughs> and we talk about that a lot with the Tattoo Rebels. And opportunity cost is if you have a dollar, when you lose that dollar, right, mm. if you didn't need to, you lost it, mm. you don't only lose that dollar, but everything that dollar could have earned for you. And yeah. what you're talking about is like the opportunity cost of life. Yeah, yeah? absolutely. You get through life and, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> right. I lost a lot there because I didn't live along the way
0: absolutely and for me one of the biggest loss would be my freedom so my value number one is freedom right and freedom to choose what work i do freedom to choose where i live freedom to choose who i want to spend my time with and so on and so forth Mm. and living a wealthy life for me means living a life of freedom financial freedom and so on and so forth everything i've just mentioned and that would be for me one of the biggest opportunity costs
1: right Right, I agree. Yeah. So, purpose and wealth. Hmm. (laughs) We touched base you and I already on this a little bit. Can we talk a little bit about what you see has been going on with purpose versus wealth? I mean, I mentioned earlier people go, they get a job to try to make money, Mm -hmm. but they're not happy to do it. They're not living. Mm -mm. They're not fulfilling a purpose. They're not fulfilling a need in their life. Yeah, absolutely. What do you see going on there?
0: Mm. What I saw in myself and what I see in many of my clients now who I serve, is that you basically sell your time for money. Right. However, the ratio is really disproportional, right? A day has 24 hours. Let's say as I did it in the last years, I sold 16 hours a day. Mm. However, my salary didn't necessarily increase in the same Ratio,
1: Right, right.
0: There are limitations to your earnings per hour, for example. And yet, what a lot of people do is to invest a lot of time in your work and to spend a lot of time working in a job that you don't actually know as to whether it gives you a purpose, it gives you meaning. Gives you the butterflies in your stomach but what a lot of people do and again I have done that as well is to do it because it gives you some sort of recognition yeah you know you do a good job you want to have to pat on the back and you want to be mm. liked and you mm. want to get the feeling that you do something good for other people but you forget about yourself and that's the point where I got to at some point yeah and yeah. I basically woke up one day and said what is it I really want to do I don't enjoy actually what I'm doing mm. and I want to work with people I want to work with individuals I want to help them grow and develop and really, as I said in the beginning, live the lives that they really love to live. Right. If the job there is the job they really love doing, brilliant, let's find out how we can make the environment better for you. How can we balance the work and the personal life out a little bit so that you can enjoy everything a bit more. Right. And it's really important that you understand, okay, what brings you purpose, i.e., I often say when you think about the Monday to come,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how does that make you feel? And I had a lot of Sunday evenings when I was like, oh no, tomorrow I have to go back to work. Mm. I really don't want to. So what is the one thing that makes you believe, yes, I can't wait for tomorrow. It's gonna to be exciting, and there's another massive exciting project waiting mm. for me, or I can't wait to see my coworkers, or whatever it is. Right. So it gives you a challenge, it gives you learning, it gives you amazing people. And it feels as if you really make an impact to the wider world. And that's purpose for me.
1: Right, and right. And
0: having this purpose creates wealth.
1: Because yeah, wealth yeah, I agree. is
0: not only about making money, it is about how I can live a qualitative life, yes. how I can get the best out of me. For me, lifelong learning is really important. It's it makes me buzz grow consistently and that is something that creates wealth plus the freedom financial wealth obviously as well but being able to make choices in life and to know yourself so well that you understand what are the choices you want to make
1: yeah yeah absolutely you know i think what goes along with this too is that If people have a similar type of experience like you and say, you know, I'm waking up not happy every day, I don't like what I'm doing, I need to make a change in my life, and they go about making a positive change in their life, you know, you've got the wealth of life, the purpose, the value of it, but do you think that, or have you seen that as people live a more fulfilling life, it comes back in the money wealth category also, Mm. right? Yes. I think I see that. A lot of people that are successful, they're not miserable. They're not miserable or, people. They're not like, oh my God, I have to go to work. No. You know, I can't wait to retire. Like you were talking about yeah. those kinds of ter- things. I don't hear that coming out of their mouths. They keep working, keep working. Mm. Some of them work. You know, depending on the type of job they have, they could work the same job till they're 80. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Because they enjoy that, and they're, they're doing well financially, mm. better usually than they were mm. doing in whatever it was they were doing previous. If they made a switch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I know quite a few people who are like that. And I want to be one of those. I can't <laughs> wait to work for a longer period of time because I love it. It right. gives me this purpose, right? Right. And I honestly believe it also keeps you young. Sure. Yeah, well, absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you're excited, you're full of energy, you feel younger, you yeah. experience life in a different way.
0: Yeah, but it's so important what you are saying. I observed that actually a lot. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine today. And I said to her how my mindset has changed over the last months in particular. I worked with an incredible mentor. And when he said to me that a lot of people apply the scarcity mindset that I mentioned beforehand instead of the abundance mindset. Right, right. I was like, okay, what does that really mean? And he said, well scarcity is all about there's not enough money out there oh my god maybe i'm not good enough i won't attract any clients i won't attract work do you think people want to work with a person like me all of these kind of things Mm -hmm. but what if you have an abundance mindset that says there's enough money out there absolutely you just have to change your mindset to attract it there's enough work out there work consistently on becoming visible on you know showing what you can do and so on and so forth and it will happen. Um,
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Obviously, invest work, right? You have to do some sort of work and do the job. But the mindset is so, so important. I completely changed mine. Mm. And I absolutely believe there's enough work out there, there there's enough money out there, there are enough opportunities out there, but be a positive person, be a yes person. And someone said to me yesterday, it's incredible how often you say yes to opportunities. And I said, yeah, why not? If they sound interesting, intriguing, the worst thing that can happen is they give me a learning. Hey, ho,
1: there you go. You're right, because that scarcity mindset is more of a fear-based thinking. And when you are fearful of something... You don't want to do it. You personally don't gravitate towards that. So if you're scared of it, scared of money, scared of not having enough, why would you be seeking it? why would you be seeking opportunities? You're going to be hesitant about it because you're going to be scared of failure, you know, whatever it is. And people that, again, that are doing well financially, wealthy, having a good life, they go towards all kinds of opportunities. And a lot of Mm. them don't pan out but they keep Mm. going and going. And, you know, you you ask any of those super successful people, I've seen interviews with these people, I've read books of people that have studied them. And it's the same thing. They all say, I have failed so much more than I succeeded. Mm. But I didn't stop. I kept going. Yeah. And, you know, they had that positive, abundance mindset. It's there. It's out there. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to find it.
0: Yes. And at the same time, they have clear boundaries.
1: So right, I mentioned
0: right. beforehand the example of myself and of clients who work and work and work and they are trying to get recognition through and be awarded and so on and so forth. They are waiting for recognition from someone else mm-hmm. in order right. to feel more self-esteem and so on and so
1: forth. Right.
0: Really successful business owners, CEOs and so on that I've experienced who I would call really, really amazing inspirational leaders.
1: Right, right.
0: People who are positive, people who have an opportunity mindset, right. absolutely, mm-hmm. and they create wealth 100 right. people what you just mentioned who fail fail fast and learn from it move on
1: mm-hmm. right right
0: and now people who are clear on the hours they invest so for them they know their health is important their um, mind and spirit is important mm-hmm. family life is important good so it's balance
1: yeah good point
0: and when they are with you they are with you
1: right so right. that
0: means the phones are often switched off or they don't look at them and they are completely present. Right. And weirdly enough, when you strive to get there, then often you do exactly the opposite. I need to be busy. I need to look busy. I need to invest a lot of hours. I don't have time for my kids. Yeah. All of these things yeah. that yeah. take too much of your energy away and you're probably not investing them in the right kind of resources that yeah. will thrive well.
1: Yeah. I agree with that statement. You know, you might find a way to get into something that you love and a purpose. And I struggle with this earlier on in my career is that I would get excited and I would just go full bore into it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm. And I would burn out. Mm. (laughs) And then I was not doing well and then I was unhappy. Why am I doing this? And you start losing your place and why you're doing it and it's discouraging. Mm. You know, you have to take a breath, step back, and take care of yourself. It's Mm. talked about this I think in a couple other episodes where it's so important To take care of yourself first, because if you don't, and if you're not in good place physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, you're no good to anyone.
0: Agreed. Yeah, one hundred
1: percent. Yeah. So it's find your purpose, but make sure that you know you're part of it. (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: You should one hundred percent be part of it and be in a very kind, well way, selfish, and focus on yourself, understanding yourself, and really understanding your needs yeah 100 percent.
1: i agree so in your experience do you have some maybe tips or some ideas that you could share with our listeners that would help them to discover what their purpose is
0: yeah the first thing i would always do is to identify sounds very cliche but it's important identify your strengths so right, really right. write down what are you good at but also what I've done a lot, and I encourage my clients to do the same, is to talk to people. Just ask them. So what do you see as a strength of mine? And ask people hmm. in your work environment and outside of your work environment. Sometimes my friends who have nothing to do with me at work, highlight some areas that you know, weren't even on my radar, right. but could open up again a new opportunity to do something different. So that is really important. And then the next step is obviously to believe that these are your strengths. If other people give you the data, trust it. And I I meet so many people who say, ah, nah, that's not the case, Ah, who play themselves down. So that is number one. Number two, if you have the luxury to do it, test a few things. Hmm. A member of my mastermind groups recommended a book. What was it called? The Year-Long Intern or something. I can't remember right now. It was about someone Mm. who basically took a year off. And instead of going traveling, she decided to do various internships just to explore. Yeah, just to explore Mm, something new. And I appreciate not everyone can do that.
1: Right. I remember doing that in um, college. I had to do a couple different internships. I mean, yeah. they were all within the same field of study, but mm. at least they were a little bit varying, which helped me get a little bit more perspective in the direction I wanted to go. Of yeah. course, it's not the direction I actually ended up going. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> but anyway, that's another story. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that happens. And that's a good thing that it happens. Stay flexible, right? And
1: yeah, absolutely. Just
0: because you define something years and years ago that you wanted to do doesn't mean you need to do that forever again we are free we can make choices which is great so strength is really important if you can experiment with different environments mm. absolutely experiment be curious right. talk to people when you are at networking events or anyone really and just have a chat and yeah, see i'm what's gonna happening.
1: add there i think with that approach that with that abundance mindset because if you yes. do you're trying things if something doesn't work out you're not going to get discouraged yeah. right you you might have yes. a few failures of figuring out what you want what your purpose mm. is along the way anyway sorry mm. go ahead continue no no no, <laughs> it's really
0: valuable and speaking about valuable understand your values um, right. and there are great tools online john Martini has a really amazing value assessment online that i take literally every six months mm-hmm. just to get in mm-hmm. check with myself and as to whether i stay true to myself because if my value my top value for example is freedom So what environment do I need? What kind of job do I need? How do I want to set up my work that gives me this freedom? True. And that's really important. I have quite a few people I work with who say, for me, it's integrity, it's honesty. It's about you know walking the walk, not just talking the talk. So my recommendation would always be, well, then think about what environment gives you that and will help you really thrive and feel amazing about the people you have around you. So those are really the top tips to understand what your purpose is most importantly for me it's intuition mm. if you work in a job where you say it just doesn't feel right and i'm really right. dragging myself to my desk every day but well, then have a check-in with yourself
1: and mm-hmm.
0: talk to someone there are a lot of career consultants their coaches and there amazing mentors yeah. Yeah. So just a friend but share and talk to people about it that's absolutely key
1: i agree i think that you know Wealth active rebels, we talked a lot about increasing wealth and that's kind of a hard number and it's it's a logical thing. You think about mathematics, so to speak, and sometimes people mm. approach jobs I think a little bit more that way. But when you're trying to look for that purpose, I think there's a little bit of heart involved and you gotta listen to it a little bit. It's not just yeah. all what makes sense logically. Yeah, right. Oh. I mean, there's a little bit of that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you got to live your life. You got to, you want to have a certain <laughs> quality of life, you yes. know? Uh, so there's some calculations, so to speak, that go into that. But yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Anyway, so Kathy, right now, what are you doing that helps create the wealth in your life?
0: Hmm. It feels like I'm doing quite a lot <laughs> to create it. And that is based on the fact that wealth has such a wide definition for me and right. such a wide meaning. Right. So it starts in the way how I have started building my business. Right. So I did move into a classical coaching business where I say I offer one-to-one coaching sessions. We meet mm-hmm. face-to-face in an office. I don't really do a lot of that. I do right. a lot of... I love one-to-one work, but I offer that online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love working with different cultures from across the world. And I have clients in Australia, I have clients in the States, and it's...
1: beautiful. That's a great thing about the modern world. Oh, yes. I love that (laughs) idea now. It's changed the way we do business so much. Yes. For me, it started um, uh, five, six, seven years ago. I don't remember exactly when and I saw it. I think it was a Netflix show about these young kids. They're just a few years out of college and they're like, you know, I'm not doing the typical work grind. They went and started their own online business and they were living in Bali. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, they're like, forget oh. this. I'm out of the U.S. I'm all the way to Bali, so they, they're living there. They've got these apartments, and there's this. Uh, there was a little culture in this area that was developed around this mindset of mm. working remotely, and there was a cafe, like a mm. coffee ha- food house, yeah, and you would buy like a membership there and have access to the internet and they'd provide good internet. And, you know, servers would come by and bring you coffee or snacks during the day, you know, and Brilliant. they would just all hang out in this area in like couches and nice relaxing chairs and stuff and just work all yeah. day long. And they were saying like, some of them were like, oh yeah, if the surf's good, we'll just take a break and go do surfing <laughs> and, then, <Exactly. laughs> and <then> come <laughs> back and do some more work. And yes. you know, and I'm like, wow. Geez, yes. It's amazing the way that, has changed life now what the, the opportunities out there the way you can live life in a way that you know 10 15 years ago no one ever dreamed exactly and they loved it they loved they had their purpose they loved their life and their careers mm. anyway sorry
0: and that is one of the reasons why my dad said the other week to me you mm-hmm. know what family are you from i have no idea because if you don't know this life and you don't get it and you are not exploring it for yourself how could you grasp it Mm. Right, And for me, those stories are really inspirational. I love Bali. So I would any minute go there. Wait a a minute, maybe (laughs) I should move again.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) But also, yes, it offers you so much flexibility. And for me, one of the many reasons why I went into my own business was That I said, I want to work from different parts of the world. Mm. There are a few hubs, including New York. So at some point, we're going to meet face-to-face. Where I say, (laughs) I want to spend a few months a year there and work from there because those are inspirational places for me. And they get certain parts of my personality out that help my business. Right. So digital work is really important. Choosing the clients I work with, it's brilliant. I work mainly with high achieving women in corporates who kind of share my story, but who haven't gotten to the stage yet where they know how to get out of feeling stuck in the rut. And it's just so rewarding to work with clients and you can really make a difference to their lives. Um, so that is for me wealth creation and to say no to certain projects and work as well. And then if we really come to the money side of things, for me, something is really important that's the creation of passive income. Mm-hmm. Because the creation of passive income enables me to really step more and more into the work I love doing, and to invest time and efforts into this work without getting caught up and no, but I have to make money. Right, it right. gives me a bit of calm and a buffer, and so. Products such as courses, online courses, help with that membership, and so on and so forth. Right, right. But at the same time, we are also... And my partner got me into this space. We're also focused on property. So we live in a house that we obviously pay a mortgage on. However, our mindset has changed. and We say, just because we bought a house doesn't mean we need to live here forever. Right. So we are already thinking about where else could we buy? And then mm. we can move and we have a buy to let and build assets for the future that will help us for our retirement, to have a basic income, but also for now, to have passive income slowly but surely, that helps us do the work we really love doing, but also that helps us pay off debt quicker. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. one thing, and you and I discussed it as well, is paying off debt is really important. It's one of my highest priorities. It gives me right, a sense of freedom right. to know there is nothing else I need to pay off.
1: Right, right.
0: And that overall is really wealth creation. And on top of that, what you just said, looking after myself and making sure that I'm mentally healthy, I'm physically healthy, and I live a life that just feels more qualitative is really important. Yeah. I hope that makes sense.
1: It makes sense to me. A life of wealth brings wealth in life. Yes. (laughs) Right? Yes. (laughs) Agreed. So so before we close for today, I'm going to ask our Wealth Tactic Rebels value bomb. Mm. And that is, starts with, you know, our belief that, There's more to be had by first avoiding losses before going to chase a rate of return, right? Mm -hmm. So, that having been said, a value bomb of what our listeners, in your experience, could look to avoid and what they could do about it.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about which value bomb I should choose because I have quite a few. So, uh, the most important (laughs) one that has accompanied me throughout my life so far and that I only really changed maybe a year ago, it hasn't been too long, is think about what you spend your money and your earnings on and think about Mm -hmm. how quickly you spend it. It's so simplistic. It's a very basic one, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it's so important. And there are different areas. I'm referring to the first areas... Just because you earn a lot of money mm-hmm. and you are happy with your income doesn't mean you need to immediately spend everything. Just to receive, as I said to you beforehand, reward and recognition. Often, what drives us is our need for something, something deeper. We right, are missing right. something, therefore we are buying stuff we believe we deserve in that moment.
1: Right. I think it works like if you were studying like relationships and people that are kind of like needy, and when you're trying mm. to look to someone to fill that void, and that person's always mm. trying to fill it, it never fills. It just gets bigger. I think what you're referring to there is something similar. If we're looking to material objects to make us happy, we just need more and more of it. There's no no end to it.
0: And we fill a void, right? Right, right. And so it's the case with money. Right. And it's the case with your time. Right. So don't just spend time on things that don't make the biggest impact, that don't add the biggest value to your life, just because you have this need to fill a void some sort of recognition and reward again. Right, right. So ensure you are mindful about what you spend your valuables on. Right. And that you really, really make sure that this is something that just gives quality to your life, i.e. when you spend money. Mm. Spend it wisely on the things that leave memories and that have a long-term impact and not just a quick fix.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: And that is really my biggest advice.
1: Yeah, good advice. I mean, I know I'm picky when I shop. <laughs> 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 I don't just shop just because, you know. Yeah. never been like that. I always, I'm very picky and it has to be a good value most of the time. I very, very yeah. rarely buy something just because, oh, I like that item, I'm just going to buy it and don't yeah. care about what it costs. You know, I usually buy things because it makes sense to buy it. Not try not to make too emotional of a decision on it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And when you are there and you get there, absolutely brilliant. But there are still so many people out there who don't have that under control. Yeah. And so therefore, it's really important to just highlight it and to be really mindful about it. And I'm I make different choices nowadays. I'm quite tight with my money at the moment because I'm trying to build something bigger and scale the business. So I invest a lot of money back into my right, business. Scaling, yep. But when I spend, I spend it on the things that really create memories, i.e. Bali, a really <laughs> nice trip yes. to Bali. I but agree instead with that. of, You know, frequent yeah. holidays, a big one that really yeah. makes a difference. Yeah, no, I agree. Like that.
1: I like that approach. My wife and I do that. That's what we mm. do. We, when we travel, we pick something really nice that we're just gonna love. We love sitting on a beach and enjoying the sun and the water and things like that. You know what I mean? Pick yeah. someplace yeah. next next year. We're going to Indonesia, so that's our trip for next year (laughs) have you been before no i have not so i'm really looking forward to it it should be very nice
0: yeah Uh, absolutely
1: you know talking about bali is making me think more about it now (laughs) (laughs) the most friendly
0: people i've ever met and i've been on multiple occasions i always go back it's beautiful so if you need any tips let me know
1: (laughs) well good maybe after this recording we'll talk (laughs) (laughs) yeah so anything else you want to share with our listeners about yourself or anything?
0: Yeah, sure. I would love to get in touch with your listeners or your listeners to get in touch with me if sure. they want to. So I have a free Facebook community that's called Legendary Leaders. And it's really for people who want to step out of leadership as a definition of hierarchy and title and into a space where they say, how can I lead myself more effectively and live an amazing life? Yeah. So it's a really nice, supportive community. So come and join us. You can find me on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram. Kathleen Merkel is all you need to put into the search box, and you'll find me. Um, And have a look at www.kathleenmerkel.com and have a look at my website. Get in touch.
1: Absolutely. And Kathy, we're going to put all of your contact information, your website and such, and Facebook group, that's going to be on our show notes page. So you just go to wealthtacticrebels.com, look for today's episode with Kathleen Merkel, "How to Build Wealth by Doing What You Love," and you know it'll all be there. And uh, Wealth Tactic Rebels, do me a favor as well. If you would go to our Facebook page, the Wealth Tactic Rebels Facebook page, same kind of thing. You put Wealth Tactic Rebels in there, you can find us. And drop us a line. Let us know what you thought about today's episode. Specifically, you know, what in this episode might be inspiring you to think differently about your career and where you might want to work with the rest of your life. And Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today. Been a fantastic discussion with you. Brilliant. Thank you so much for having me. It was really great fun. Absolutely. It's been a great pleasure. Wealth Tactic Rebel listeners, been a great pleasure having you here as well and have a fantastic day. Want to really see
0: things differently? Take our course, in Genius Tactics 201. Where we teach you all the wealth accumulating tactics with detailed real-life examples, see your progress with quizzes and a certificate of completion. For course details, visit wealthtacticrebels.com.
1: Sign up today and start seeing things different. This presentation is intended as informational only. Information presented does not consider your particular financial objectives, risk tolerance, time horizon, or other unique circumstances, and does not constitute a personalized recommendation or replace the advice of a financial, tax, or legal advisor, or other qualified professionals. Do your own research and do not use the information of this presentation in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional. To the best of our ability, we provide content that is accurate as of the date of release. However, we give no assurance or guarantee regarding its accuracy, timeliness, completeness, or applicability. We assume no liability for the information of this and related presentations.